0: Call 800-707-1477 or visit the Executive Services website,
1: www.xscbs.com, for more information.
2: KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM.
1: Welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Created and hosted by Scott Knudsen to explore the crossroads of horses and business. Now here's your host, Scott Knudsen. Hello and welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knudsen. Thank you so much for joining us today. Whether you're watching our podcast on one of our many platforms or listening to us on the radio on KCAA, our NBC affiliate out in California, we want to thank you and thank you for supporting our show. Today, we have a very special guest, Dr. Michael Johnson's on the show. He has a PhD in psychology, but he never really took it seriously. He's a lifelong roper. He did take it seriously. He was a university professor. He's an author of 10 books. He's written over 200 magazine articles and given over 600 speeches. That's a bunch. His book, I want to show you, Healing Shine. A, a spiritual assignment right here. It, it, it's phenomenal. And thank you so much, Mike, for sending this to us. And and he was a winner of the prestigious Western Riders Award, the, the Spur Award. And the Spur Award is something, I'll tell you what, you get judged by your company. And Larry McMurtry from Lonesome Dove won, won the award. Michael Blank of Dancing with Wolves won the award. And Dr. Michael Johnson won the award. So thank you so much for being on our show.
0: Thank you, Scott.
1: Oh, man, so I, I don't even know where to start. You've done so many great things. So just, I guess, tell us about your background. How would you get involved in the horse world?
0: Well, my family made me do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, my, my dad and uncles were calf ropers, steer wrestlers, uh, trained their own horses. They weren't mean men. Uh, they, they did not hit horses, but they had rules. And it's the same rules that we all grew up with. You know, we don't let the horse win. We show him who's the boss. You don't ask; you tell, and uh, use whatever force is necessary. And that's and I left it all up. I, I learned every single thing they had to offer,
1: and uh, mm-hmm. that that would be my problem later on. Right. Yes, yeah, sir. Well, you yeah. said at one time, how do you elicit high cooperation without using force? Yeah. Is that kind of where that came from?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's where it came from, but it took so many years, I'm embarrassed that it took that long. I mean, just just think about it. I was 45 years old. I'd roped all my life, been around really good ropers, and then I met two men, and they were on the order of Hunt and Dorrance, they were not those people, but they were like them, who said words to me that I'd never heard. For example, if your horse is late coming out of the box to hit a steer, you need to pop him on the butt because he made you late. Or if he's ducking left, you get a stronger bit. Well, these two men said maybe the reason he came out late was because you didn't cue him soon enough. Maybe the reason he's ducking left is that you broke 500 steers and went left every time. And he's just anticipating what you want, trying to help you. In other words, they said something I had never heard we caused the difficulties not the horse
1: right
0: (laughs) that's a very hard thing to grasp
1: it's a hard truth isn't it huh it's a hard truth isn't it it's a hard
0: truth well it's really hard to admit because if you're an expert it's hard for you to admit that you don't really know very much at all right (laughs) (laughs) yeah but, but but that's what helped me so much was to take responsibility for my horse's behavior, the good and the
1: bad. Right. I love that, man. I love that so much. And you know, they always are teaching every day. They teach you something new and, and, uh, but I love what you said, you know, once, w- if you're good at something and you've been doing it that way for so long and all of a sudden you're like, maybe it's my fault. That's not working. That's a hard admit. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then, and then the next thing we say is, nah, that couldn't be. Yeah,
1: yeah, maybe the horse is late because you're a little slow coming out. No, that wouldn't be the problem. It's a little too deep of sand <laughs> or something. You know, it's a sorry yeah. steer. It's not it's not me. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, we sort of get in this trap. We, we all learned how to ride on Grandpa's farm on Old Fluff, the old gray mare that would do anything we wanted. Sure. So we sort of grow up thinking, well, I'm not an expert, but I know a lot about it because <laughs> fluff would do anything I wanted. We forget that fluff had been ridden thousands of hours and she yeah. wasn't going <laughs> to hurt a kid or our grandparents wouldn't have put her own, uh, our, us on fluff. And uh, we just kind of start thinking we, we know quite a bit about it. <laughs> and, then, and then a horse comes along, like in my case, and taught me, well, nobody told him how smart I was. That's the problem.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. they'll humble you quick if they if you let them. Um, so, so with your academic background, so you must have been a great student. Is that correct?
0: Hardly, my friend.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, uh, when I was eighteen, I had achieved the rank of rodeo bum, and I wasn't a very good one either. <laughs> I had been to college, and I would get on the rodeo team roping and not go back to class because I had to practice and using that strategy I was able to put together 13 F's and I think that's still a record somewhere I don't know <laughs> but I rodeoed a couple of years we won't even go into how bad that was and uh realized that I wasn't going to eat every day if I didn't get back in school I taught my way back in uh, that took some doing brother and uh something happened something wonderful those professors got me they reached me they caused me to care and try and, and that's it was grace you know and i'm hardly i'm not a preacher I, i'm just a methodist <laughs> but <laughs> it was just a, a kind of a miracle I, I graduated with a bachelor's and master's and doctorate, and, uh, Uh, next thing you know, I'm a school teacher, I'm a professor. And I had those kids on the front that made 104 on everything. You just get out of their way, they're gonna be fine. And then I had those kids at the back that began to haunt me because every time I looked back there, all I could see was me. You know, they had ability, they could do well in school. And then it hit me, well, how did they reach you? how how did they, how'd they get you to care and try? And you know, I'm not telling you I won the Nobel Prize. I mean, I didn't go to jail. That's what I mean. <laughs> That's an accomplishment right there. Yeah. And so that really began to haunt me and, and would later become my life's work, my 24 seven passion. How is it that you reach people? How, how do you get the horse and the dog to do something for you? And how do you do it without course because you know you and i know people yes that can just hold you spellbound it looks magical they can get that animal to do whatever they want and they don't raise their hand to him they don't even raise their voice to him you know right. it looks like there's this connection between their mind and. so I know i wasn't a good student
1: oh man well so when you're reaching the students on the back row was it a lot like training a horse? Did you just kind of, when you took your step back when you were roping and you got that aha moment, was it kind of like that when you were teaching?
0: Well, it, it again, it took me so many years to see it. But uh, how did they get me? They got me to love them. That's good. That's, how they
1: got That's good.
0: And uh, I, I was going to say this at the end, but I'll say it now again. I'm not a preacher, uh, but I love what Paul said about faith, hope and love and love being the greatest of these. I just wish he had written in the margin for me, Michael. It's also the best way to get your horse to rope for you. The dog <laughs> pin steers, and it's the best way to get those kids at the back of the room. I love it. And, and it doesn't mean you let the horse go back to the barn or the dog go to the pool. As a matter of fact, the people that help us so much probably work us harder than anybody else.
1: Absolutely. But,
0: but we know why they're doing it, because they think we can do something. Right. And all we need is one that thinks that about it. Absolutely. The horse is no different. The dog's no different.
1: Right. Right. I, I love that. And and, you, and you're right. You know, when you, you show them a certain way and you expect a little bit more, that horse will try his best to give it to you. If you give them the room, give them a little reins.
0: That's right. That's yeah. right. right. And and if you say, good, that's good. That's what I wanted, which I, I didn't do. And it's so obvious. I know how obvious this is, but my, uh, I've got a new Australian Shepherd here. When I say get in a truck and he does, I, I would get under the wheel and drive off. I should have said, that's a good dog.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like
0: good. <laughs> when my horse stands still in the box, I should pet him and say, there you go. It doesn't take much, yeah, but that way you let them know what you want in a positive fashion. Yeah, in, instead yeah. of me, I fussed at them before. That that did not work very well.
1: <laughs> Why would they want to do anything, you know? And that's just, uh, you, you get in a hurry and it's hard to slow down enough to appreciate what they do. And heck, everybody's done it, you know? And, and Yeah,
0: absolutely. And, and it hit me one day, Scott, I couldn't stand bosses that treated me that way. Mm-hmm.
1: I understand. You know, if they were kind to me. I'd do anything in the world for them. I understand. That's exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. I think most people are like that, don't you? I mean, you know.
0: Well, I, I think the people that get us to look at a different way—we'll call them mentors. Okay. They—they—they uh, they, they, they don't ever tell us we can do something we can't do. They don't lie. They don't spread false hope. But they are masters at showing us that we can do things we didn't know we could do. Love it. And again, they care about us and bestow that love not deserved. And when somebody does that to you, you feel an obligation not to let them down. And, Absolutely. and I think when you, well, I lived it with Shine. Uh, you know, we worked with him a year, and all my friends that wrote really superior, they, they really could write all their solutions were more force. You know, don't let him get by with anything. Rope more steers, rope him 10 miles a day, get a stronger bit. And what we didn't see was it n- never helped. Mm-hmm. I Got one of those strong willed horses like Hunt did with Honda. And uh, I, I, I lost all my friends. They all told me, you know, you need to get rid of that horse. I finally came to my senses. I got rid of all those friends. <laughs> I, love I, knew, I love it I love I knew, it I knew there was something special about him and I, I just wouldn't give up on him and what saved my life was men and women further down the
1: path than me right absolutely helped me, helped me. I, I, I think it's so cool you saw that in your horse and then you gave your horse that room to be better that's that's special I,
0: I I don't know who did it, but somebody. I, I always say I don't know if it was a Jesus or an angel working half day and easing into retirement or a departed <laughs> ancestor. But I saw this horse stall in Louisiana. It wasn't the prettiest thing I've ever seen, and something in here said he's the one. And I asked the man how much is he, and he said you don't want him, Michael. He, he's uh, uh, abused it too. No one's touched him for three years. He tried to kill his trainer. We were all very disappointed that he didn't get the job done because we hated that guy. We were for the horse. You know? <laughs> all the money was on the horse, huh? Yeah. And then I bought him anyway because I, I knew. I, I wish I was that certain in life about everything. But it was... a. Uh, you know, I, I'm not an LSB hippie. I'm a cowboy. I, I don't talk about energy and stuff like that, but it was a spiritual thing. I just knew he had it. And I ended up losing every friend I had. Of course, they weren't my friends at all.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no. No. Oh. Uh,
0: and then we didn't know what to do after a year, but we knew we weren't going to use force anymore. And, uh, we put the horse in the box with a steer, and if he got nervous, my buddy Kenneth Colson from Oklahoma would say, walk him out. Don't make him stay in there if he's afraid. Well, all our ex-friends are over there saying, oh, that horse is conning y'all. He's getting out of work. You know, y'all are ruining him. We just kept doing that. He'd walk halfway down the arena, then a quarter. And one day he walked out about five or six feet. Now, this is going to get me. And he stopped, and he looked around, and he walked back in there. And he just stood there like, okay, I can do it now. And Kenneth and I knew that horse appreciated us letting him get used to that. And that's when the light started coming in. We kept doing that. Anything he was afraid of, like Hunt said, take him away from it. Don't make him be afraid. And so that's what we kept doing. And he kept getting better. We got rid of a little bass We've got little jerseys that just trotted and lick you to death is all they could do. <laughs> it got better and better. And my wife would say one day when he leaves the box, you can't breathe. I said, why? She said, because he takes your breath away. And the ground where he runs is not disturbed because after all he doesn't touch it much.
1: Oh my goodness. Beautiful.
0: I. I, I take no credit for his rehab except one thing. I always believed in him. That's everything. All he needs is one person.
1: That's it. That, any, any animal or any person. That's beautiful. I'm so glad you shared that because it's, it's, it's touched me too. And it's so true. You know, you see just that one horse standing in the stall by himself or that one person by himself. and It, it just takes someone like you. Uh,
0: <laughs> hey, let me insert this my friend the mayor here years ago he was asked in commerce texas wyman is name he was asked to be a mentor at the school and he said what do i have to do and they said well come by and talk to a kid a little bit in the library once a week he said okay but i only want the kid that everyone agrees is not going to graduate from high school that's the kid i want awesome
1: <laughs> awesome i love that I did too,
0: because that kid needs it just like the straight A kid.
1: Absolutely, harder to give it to
0: him because he might not be so likable. But he wants that love, and Wyman's touched so many lives doing that. Kids come back say, "Without you, i have been a mess." Okay, that's enough. But I love love that,
1: you know. I love that so important. so Scott will be right back with more. Hi, I'm Scott Knutson, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Heard on KCAA Fridays, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps, so you know that this is a quality product. And we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today. Jump on something else that um, you're you're so good at besides teaching and riding a horse. Books. So would you mind talking a little bit about your writing career, kind of how you started and what you're doing?
0: Well, I I started off, I've always written since I was a kid, which is an odd thing for a kid that makes bad grades. But (laughs) I I started writing columns and, uh, you know, I asked 50 people, 51 if they'd carry my column they all said no and i won't tell you how they said no <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then a guy named Bronk Benning, that's a legendary roper had a magazine at the time and he let me start and then i began to write uh about my horses and uh, the first seven books i wrote were really kind of preparation they were not about horses but they were like a gift book for teachers uh book about how we help people another one about a little frog that's failing the third grade but his grandpa grandfrog who was a frogologist helped other frogs he helped him and lo and behold that little frog is at TCU now where he's going to be a horn frog <laughs> so they were like that but but then this adventure happened with Shine and I began to believe that I really did have a spiritual assignment to help this course. I think I did. What I didn't know was he had one too, to help me. Absolutely. To help me meet all these fascinating people, you being one of them. Thank you. And live a life that I never dreamed that I was gonna live, all because of my interaction with him. And And, uh, I still have him. uh, I got him when he was five, he's 25 now. When he came to me, he was a frightened, angry child on the inside and a majestic warrior on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we had some difficulty, but it's a strong bond now.
1: Mm-hmm. That, that's so, so, so amazing to write that book and that it'd it, it be real. You know, you're not just a fictional character. This is a true character within your book.
0: And- you know, one other thing I'll tell you, I wrote, started writing that book after most of this was over, and he had really changed. And it was not a book about a wise cowboy that saves a troubled equine soul. It's a book about a fool that didn't know how to help his friend. And when I tried to write it, I wrote 1,500 words in a couple of weeks and it was so dry that it would actually make you cough. You'd have to get up the water. And I came back to the computer one night and it said the problem is you don't know what you're doing like with me, kind." Okay, I wrote it, but I didn't write that. And the horses started talking. And I can't tell you how embarrassed I was about that. I didn't want that right. at all. But if I wouldn't let them talk, no words would appear on the screen. But if I <laughs> let him talk, it'd be 300 pages before you knew what happened. <laughs> and, uh, one main character is Blue, uh, a wonderful heart horse. I just lost him in 20 to call it. Mm. But it, it, he, it I didn't think of this. I really didn't. Shines angry, who talks like that all the time. And Blue has a speech impediment, he can't say ours. And he thinks he's the greatest thing in terms of a roping horse that the Lord ever made, which turned out to be pretty close to the truth. But anyway, <laughs> he says, I'll tell you what the problem is, Pop. I'll tell you what the problem is. With all horse books, the horse don't never get to say nothing. And if he does say anything, it's a deadlock scene, it's ain't nobody gonna listen to him. <laughs> And I never saw this coming. Little kids like that. Yeah. I never dreamed that that would happen, but they did. Isn't that something? Yeah, it's it's just kind of odd. I, I don't know.
1: So, so when you write your books or your your articles, are you writing to a specific audience? But just like that, with the kids catching on to it, or are you just writing your story and and who finds it finds it?
0: Well. I go to a lot of conferences. I do keynotes at educational conferences and ag conferences. And the older I get, the more I just want to go to ag conferences because mm-hmm. uh, you know I see what they're doing. And I'm real biased toward ag teachers. <laughs> Here's why. I, I taught for AM at a branch in the Graduate Engineering Department. The kids were brilliant. They were all four points. They could do anything with calculus, but they couldn't say good morning. To do this you know yeah. but you and i would have to look a long time to just go to the campus at Carleton and walk around a while right and, and we'd have to look all day to find a kid that couldn't charm you off your feet Absolutely. with authentic genuineness by meeting you saying hello not fawning but they can make you fall in love with them with charm
1: absolutely and
0: here here at AM Commerce it's just incredible ag kids know how to act right and the more I do this the more I want to talk to parents and ag teachers and tell them you know bless you for what you're doing <laughs> thank you somebody right. needs to tell them
1: that yeah. absolutely absolutely
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. I, feel, I feel the
1: same way it's just a special kind of deal you know and and, and you cherish it when you come across someone like that being on the oh, campus when it's full of them you know it's great absolutely,
0: absolutely. so that's where i sell my books and i now I, I write my columns mostly for me and i put them on facebook and my website and friends and uh i have a lot of friends that do that and i i, I love it i can't stop doing it i'm uh, I'm Mr. Bojangles, you know. If you buy me a drink, I'll do a dance for you or two. Years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just can't stop. Uh,
1: that's good. I don't think you should. You're good at it, you know. Yeah. Well I, I, it's a
0: uh, a blessing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So if you yeah. could do anything else with horses that maybe you haven't done yet, what would you do?
0: I would I would really like to go back and uh Redo some things.
1: Okay. You know?
0: Like, uh, and I, we don't have a long enough show to tell you how many. But, but but correct regrets and sins, I call them. Like that man, don't buy this horse. He's been abused. Well, buy him anyway. I take him home, and what do I do? I saddle him up and get an arena, put some steers in there. He'd never been in an arena, he'd never seen steers. Uh, if you'd have been there, you'd have said, Michael, let's not do this. Uh, this is mean. Adam said, what do you mean mean? It's 82 degrees. He's, there's a cover on the head and heel box. There's a fan on him. I'm just seeing where he is, what he needs. But, but but if I put my nine-year-old granddaughter on that horse and turned a steer out for her, people would call 911 and never speak to me again and say, no. we got a lunatic out here. <laughs> so if you terrify a living creature, it's the same sin. That's what I wish I could do. Mm -hmm. uh, What should I have done? I should have put him in the rodeo arena with roping arena with nothing on him and gone to the feed store and bought 10 gallons of paint and came back and painted my fences in my roping pen and let him come over to me first.
1: There you go. That's awesome.
0: (laughs) And and tell him my name. And and I know how silly it sounds, but to say to him, I'm not like that guy that beats you. I'm not like that, and I just keep saying that till I convince him that he could come over to me and I would just pet him.
1: I love that, you know? Everything in the whole day was comfortable except for the horse.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. right. Uh, The 460s used to send their horses they couldn't reach to a woman in Wichita Falls. Of course, I had to go interview her. Of course. "Uh, What do you do with them? And she said, well, I put them in the round pen and I go in there with them. I said, okay, what do you do when you get in there? She said, I just told you. I go in there with them. I love it. I didn't get that, but I get it now. Yeah. I get it now. She said, I could tell you one of the problems with Shine. You never told him your name. And see, 20 years ago when we hear that, we think it's silly. But right. what she was... Like Bronk Fanning says, I'm not gonna ask a horse to do anything if he's afraid. I'm gonna pet him until he's not afraid. And some people think that takes 15 minutes, but it might take months. And that's the truth. I know people that work with horses two or three years and they change. Yeah. And it was two years with shine, you know. But, but we, we have to make those mistakes or we can't get any better. Right, right. Or we can sure regret them. You know, but hey, if you
1: don't know, but once you do it, like you did it now, now it won't happen. You know, and you get to tell everyone through your books and it saves a lot of horses, a lot of time and a lot of frustration.
0: Yeah, we we think we're alone. There's nowhere to turn. But everybody, if you're in the horse world long enough, you're going to get one that's kind of disturbed. Right. Absolutely. and, and then you're going to be disturbed and you're not going to get well till that horse gets well. And I have this little Zen phrase that doesn't make any sense. The trick is you got to get well first.
1: Yeah. I love it. That's the truth though. You know, Yeah. absolutely.
0: You well then you can help him. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. But, but
0: here's something else I hate, you know, those friends of mine that we worked for a year and a half and, they said, when you do everything you know how to do, then that means if the horse didn't respond, he's not a good one, you need to get rid of him. And, and so, so many people I know now, horse goes through five or six owners and some woman can change him. You know, He doesn't buck with her, he doesn't bite her, he doesn't kick her, why not? She got him just like they got me.
1: Absolutely. I, I misbehaved and they got me to stop on my own. Right. I, I love how it happened to you and in, in in life. And then you flipped it and did it on the kids and the horse in life. And yeah. and that's, you know, I think some people miss it, and you didn't. You did it. You know, you did it the, you passed it on, which is, which is I good. I just
0: wish I had done it sooner. Right. Right. And I wish I had, and I still wish that I could do it better.
1: Well. Yeah, I understand that for sure, you know, but there's, there, you know, we're so blessed in, in our audience, the cowboy entrepreneur audience that we have all dynamics, you know, experienced horse people to to rookies, to novice, they're not even owning a horse and 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 going to school. So we have youth, we have everything. It's a really great group of people and they hear your story and it instantly will change them if they let it. That's what I like. You know, I, like
0: so. it. I love it. it. It's the greatest blessing to get to do what you love to earn your daily bread. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Scott will be right back with more. For more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, visit us online at cowboyentrepreneur.com. Hi, I'm Scott Knudsen, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I heard on KCAA Fridays, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps. So you know that this is a quality product, and we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today. So how do you spend your days now? Well, I'll
0: tell you, Scott, I sit on the porch a lot, and I look (laughs) out there at those horses, and I think about the times we won while conveniently forgetting all the many more times we didn't win anything. Just concentrating on the victories, I can allow myself to become, in my own mind, a much better cowboy than I ever was in real life.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yeah. So so when you're sitting on your porch looking at your horses, I mean, when you look at them, what are you thinking? I need to do something with that horse. I needed to go ride this horse. Or are you just looking at them majestically? Or both.
0: I I just know the thing called love.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, I'll be in the office working and and the horse will walk by the window and I forget completely what I'm doing. I'll look up and I'll watch them till they pass the pain. I just, you know, and I I just love it, you know, and and, uh, I understand.
0: Yeah, there's something else in my life that Uh, Equine assisted therapy, you know, not, not really accepted, but uh, I've been interviewing places where PTSD, you know, battle fatigue. uh, Mm -hmm. If you see that in the journal, it'll say not, uh, not amenable to treatment or resistant to treatment. And, And if you look for recovery, you're going to be disappointed. But some places that do equine assisted therapy, like the Remount Foundation in Colorado, They don't know that. (laughs) And the things they do for those veterans whose lives are shattered, you just have to hold up your hand when you're hearing the stories and say, stop, stop. I can't stand any more joy. (laughs) (laughs) The horse does something
1: for those people. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Does something that we can't get. It's hard to get anywhere else.
1: Yeah, it's a a deep touch, you know. It's a real deep touch, that connection. And it just brings them out. It pulls them out. You know, I was talking to right. someone there. You, sir?
0: I was just going to say, like, an autistic child, about five, six, set him on this horse. His parents are standing there, and they said, This is Charlie. And the little kid says, Charlie. And the parents just fall apart. It's the first word the kid ever said when he's five or six years
1: old. Oh, my goodness. What is that? I don't know, but I sure do like to see it. I do, too. I do, too. I do, too. It, I think it's so cool how I know, and I'm glad, like you said, they're not reading the press scripts, but I see them helping people all the time, the horses. And they help them, in, you know, the military and the autistics and just people that yeah. need help. And you see yeah. that, and you're like, that's that's real,
0: yeah. That is the truth. It just uh, makes your hair stand up. And it does. Working dogs do the same thing, and cutting horses do the same thing. You know, <laughs> second, why would that animal do that for us? Yeah. Uh, uh, Xenophon, the Greek trainer, three thousand years ago, uh, the king assigned him the task of creating the war horse. Well, he knew that was going to be kind of difficult because, of course, it don't like spears and banners and loud noises. But he writes, you can create the war horse. He he will leap on the spears for you. All you have to do is get him to love you. So amazing. That's the truth. Okay, I don't usually talk like this, but you hit my hot button. Hey,
1: man, I love it. I I love it. I, I have the passion, too, and I think a lot of our listeners do. I know they do. So I appreciate it, for sure. So so what? uh, Go ahead. No, sir, I was going to ask you. Uh,
0: I was going to say the other thing that helped me so much. Those two men and and my wife, uh, she was a coach for a long time. In over 20 years, they never talked to me once about delivery of the loop. Never, never brought it up. All they ever talked to me about was what was going on in here, And what was going on between my horse's ears? That's all. How do you handle defeat? You know, how do you handle a miss? Uh, What do you do when things don't go right? Uh, If you're in the short go, what are you thinking about before you run? Uh, Stuff like that. That's all they ever talked about. And and they brought my catch rate from about sixty-five percent to ninety by telling me to slow down love it you know i said aren't we supposed to rope the steer as fast as we can and kenneth and Bronk would always say yes but but change the inflection You rope the steer as fast as we can love it i love it and that way you start catching steers and if you catch a lot of steers the healer can make up time for you and boy you know if you're 40 on 10 uh, on on four, everybody will say, Oh, these kids today, they're a lot faster than that. You can't, that won't win anything.
1: It will, too. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Well, that consistency will get you on it.
0: Yeah. To slow down, especially in the short go, it's just really strange. (laughs) It really, but now I, I, I rarely ever beat anybody but I would place because other people messed up trying to be fast, you know, trying to and be, fast. To be mediocre. And, but it's for clean.
1: That's That's a big deal. That's a tough that's deal. Great.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So what, so what advice would you give the listeners or the people watching our show? Um, you know, as far as besides slowing down for the team ropers, um, yeah. you know, for just anybody in general, what advice because you've done so much at a high level, and, and, and people just want to know how to do it. Okay. I think the answer is mentors. And Love
0: it. when we get in trouble with the horse, we have a difficulty. We ask people, who can help me with my horse? And the first thing they'll say is the character that's going to be in our play. Oh, Bronco Bill, get him. He, he'll straighten him out, you know. And we only check that one person and we take our horse to him he's old school. He just punishes. My horse is no better. And now we're really depressed sitting in the middle of the barn. You know, my horse wasn't good. And I let that con man. Well, how do you get out of that valley? You spend some time looking for the right help. You have to You have to do this yourself. You have to take responsibility. You can't sit on the porch and drink wine for 60 days and send your horse or dog somewhere and think there's going to be any permanent improvement. There's not that they're going to be just like they were in a couple of weeks because you didn't go anywhere. You've got to do it. But, contradictorily, you've got to shop around for some man or woman that can help you. And you might not be as good as they are, but if you hang around them and you pester them and learn from them, you we can be a little better than we were. Love it. So I would think mentors are the key, the I right that. kind
1: of mentor. Uh, that's yeah. a key word, right kind.
0: Yeah. A really good example is Oren Barnes in Canyon, a dog master. I'm doing a clinic with Rowdy, the dog prior to this. And I asked him, why is Rowdy doing that with the sheep? And he comes over and gets in front of me and he says, I don't know. He's not my dog. What do you think? He said, what are you going to do? Be out there working cows and say, wait a minute, Rowdy. I don't know what to do. I got to go talk <laughs> the barn. You stay. And, and so of course he knew why Rowdy was doing what he was doing. But he makes me answer, makes me try to solve the difficulty, keeps me engaged. Absolutely. That's a mentor that can help you, you know. Right as a person as opposed to a person that lectures two hours well that's passive sitting there you know i do that i go to (laughs) to If somebody makes you do it it's better
1: right i love that passive sitting there Uh, (laughs) i think i did that a lot as well you know back in the day Um, but didn't get a lot out of it
0: yeah i i think it's important to do that but it's it's also important to get that mentor that says you can Absolutely. do more than you think.
1: Absolutely.
0: You get on him and try
1: it. Yeah. I, I love that. So, so what's the title of the play you're working on?
0: <laughs> I am so glad you asked me that. <laughs>
1: I'm, doing it with, uh, I, I'm
0: doing it with a friend in South Texas. At, at Blanco, he lives. He was an actor for years, always worked with horses and acted. And his name is Greg Dow, and uh, we're doing it for the Texas Trail Ride Club uh, at the latter part of May at Fort Griffin, about 60 miles, 40 miles northwest of Evelyn. And it's called Two Old Old Guys Talking at the Best Little Horse House in Texas. (laughs) And the Uh first part is funny, and, and it's about the kid that knows it all, Jimmy Joe Jones just can't find a good horse and it can't be his fault.
1: No, he knows.
0: And Bronco Bill, the only honest horse trader left alive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't keep a penny of the money. He's just trying to help these kids around here. And the money, there's no administrative fee. It's just $100 a session, 10, 10 sessions minimum. And all the money goes to pay. Bronco bills, bills, and beer. And if he ever has any money left over, he's going to give it to these little old kids. I guarantee (laughs) you that. So the first half is funny, but how is it that you get out of that trap the second half? And uh, two old cowboys talking at the best little horse house in Texas.
1: I love it. I love it. So how can people follow you and see and purchase your books and find out about the play if they want to get tickets or if they're going to be in the area?
0: Yeah, MichaelJohnsonBooks.com. It's got my phone number on there, and I need to give everybody my office hours. You ready? Ready. Twenty-four, twenty-four-seven, three-sixty-five, and I'm not <laughs>
1: kidding. I love it. I love it. So they just go 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 to your website. They can find out all the information about your books, about the play. Yeah. Uh, well, they can
0: call me about the play and uh, it's on my Facebook page. And, uh, but the books are at dot Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll show you these other two right quick. And Liz and yeah, please, me the right place. Yeah.
1: Joe Ben Black, Confessions yeah. of a road Horse. I love that.
0: Confessions of a road Horse.
1: Yeah. I love that picture too.
0: Yeah, I do too.
1: And, uh you going to That's go, road. there you
0: go, oh, blue. Let me get that right. Story, story of, of blue, rope a hard horse. I lost him in October of 20, and uh, everybody that knew me thought I would have to go in a mental institution for 30 days because I'm too soft. But it didn't happen. Uh, I saw Vin Scully, Remember Dodgers baseball. Yes, sir. 52 years.
1: Hall of Fame. Know, 90,
0: 92 years old, talking to Pat Dodger Stadium. And he says, "Don't be sad that it's over. Be glad that it happened." And that resonated with me. And so every time I would grieve for Glue, I would try to insert a memory of joy that we had together, and it helped.
1: I love that. I love that. Absolutely. You know, if you're blessed to have one, you know, you've won. You know, when you have multiple like you've had, that's just a that's a cherished thing for sure. That's that's true. You know, it it really is. And I I love your quote. And and you were talking about horses, cowboys, school teachers and and ranch women and 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 how they're the very best people in the world. They are. And and I saw that and I wrote it down. I was reading it and I I was just it's so it's so true. It is so true.
0: (laughs) I think they're the Lord's finest creation.
1: I do, too. I do, too. Yeah. So, yes, sir, I, I agree with you so much. I really appreciate you being on the show. I've enjoyed it so much, and and uh, I'm delighted. You're a wonderful host. Uh, thank, thank you so much. And we got about two or three minutes left, and and uh, before we say goodbye, right before the show, we were talking about commerce and Tarleton and, and and the people there, and and just what great communities you know commerce is and Steveville is, and and uh, did you want to share anything about that before you get off the off the show
0: well uh, both those places are unlike most places i've been people form relationships there that last 50 years yeah no friendships and not just a few but a lot of them and they That's one of the keys that the research shows to a long and happy life. you would think it's hygiene factors like uh, diet, exercise, but what people report, they believe is responsible for their long and happy life is positive relationships. And there's so many at those two universities. And, And of course that's true of a lot of universities, but I've just been around those two the most. Right. And they just give you hope. Yeah, you know, the Kids Act.
1: They do. I love it. Uh, they get I get do. a little hope and a little education and point them in the direction. They'll do it.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I love better it, than we think. better than we think. Which is, uh, by the way, well said about horses and dogs. Right. A little hope Absolutely. and a little education. They'll do. They'll do more than you think.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Johnson, thank you so much for being on the Cowboy Entrepreneur Entrepreneur Show. I really enjoyed it.
0: I enjoyed it. I hope we get to talk again.
1: Anytime. Yes, sir. Thank Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Good luck to you. Thank you. Be encouraged in your good works. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you to all the great sponsors of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. If you or your business is interested in being a sponsor of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, please call our office at 830-992-1786 or visit our website, cowboyentrepreneur.com. Hi, I'm Scott Knutson, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Heard on KCAA Fridays, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps. So you know that this is a quality product, and we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today.
0: Express 106.5 FM. The number one FM talk radio station in the Inland Empire. KCAA, the station that leaves no listener behind. Express 106.5 FM.
3: What does the WeatherBug app tell you?
1: My commute will be a doozy today. Pack
3: my allergy meds.
1: Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket.
3: With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose WeatherBug.
4: Maybe it's a commute to the couch day.
3: Download the WeatherBug app today for free.
4: This is Judge Herb Dodell, and our show is called For the People. It's available every Monday at 4 o'clock, from 4 to 5. And we'll be talking about all kinds of things pertaining to the law and how it really works from the inside as opposed to the outside. So tune in and learn all you need to know about the legal system and how it works. Early diagnosis of breast cancer is the key to survival. Test today. This health reminder from Leanne Thomas, Professional Realty Services, serving the Inland Empire with quality and pride. If you're in the market to buy or sell real estate, look to a name you can trust. Call 951-454-3805. Again, 951-454-3805. Or visit thejetteam.com. Like and follow them on Facebook. That's Leanne Thomas, Professional Real Estate Services, Real Estate, Calibrate Number 17
2: Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands is serving up some really cool ice cream at La Micho Acana. Then get your chocolates and other delights from C's Candies. Moms and future moms who visit the mall can cool off and relax while they get treated like royalty at shiny nails or Francis nails and then pampered at texture hair. The Tri-City Center is filled with retailers who care about you. Shop at the Tri-City Center in Redlands and see why they call it the mall with a heart.
4: The complete website is TehuboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehuboTeaClub.com.
3: Right before our eyes, an invaluable American species is fast disappearing from view, Cartoonus Americanus. These are newspaper cartoonists who've long-delighted readers and infuriated power elites. And there's nothing natural about their sudden decline. It's not the result of a dwindling talent pool, and certainly not due to a lack of political targets. Rather, what's happening is that their media habitat is being intentionally destroyed. Around the start of the 20th century, some 2,000 newspapers featured their own full-time cartoonists. But in just the last decade, those healthy media environments have shriveled. So now... Only a couple of dozen newspapers have these vibrant artistic journalists on staff. One major reason is that most U.S. papers have been gobbled up by profiteering hedge funds that have merged, purged, and plundered these essential local sources of news and democratic discourse. The overriding interest of these Wall Street owners is to cash out a paper's financial assets and haul off the booty to boost their personal wealth. Journalism and democracy be damned! Thus, they view cartoonists as a paycheck that can be easily diverted into their corporate pockets, dismissing the fact that enjoying good local cartoonists ranks as one of the top reasons people give for buying the paper. Note that this mass extermination is not old-school media censorship, but sleight-of-hand money censorship by the new monopolistic order of newspapering. Political cartoonists are still free to express any opinion they want but the Wall Street system locks them out of their primary marketplace. Censorship is ugly, but eliminating paychecks? Well, that's just business. This is Jim Hightower saying, Yet, these freewheeling spirits of the cartooning craft are inventing new ways to connect with America's strong demand for their fun and important work. To connect with them, go to EditorialCartoonists.com.
4: We've all heard jokes that begin with a rabbi, a priest, and a minister walk into a bar. Well, a rabbi, a minister, and a deacon actually walk into the KCAA studios every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. to host the radio program Religion on the Line. And that's no joke. Together, they offer a mixture of humor and serious conversation about things that really matter in life and how to make our lives happier and more fulfilling. They compare religious doctrine and learn from each other while bringing a unique perspective of religion to the KCAA audience. Listen every Sunday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. for Religion on the Line. The intersection of humanity and divinity. Right here on KCAA Radio, the station that leaves no listeners behind. Did you know here at
2: KCAA 1050 AM that we developed an app for all your Android devices? We're talking about your smartphone, your tablets, you name it. You have an Android format, you can take KCAA with you. Everywhere you go, we're talking about our audio stream, our video stream, and even our podcast. Go to KCAAExpress.com. That's KCAAExpress.com. KCAAExpress.com. NBC News Radio, I'm Brian Shook. President Biden is issuing a series of executive orders aimed at modernizing America's immigration system Biden signed three orders today the first of which calls to form a task force to reunite migrant families who were separated at the southern border Speaking to reporters Biden slammed the Trump administration for the impact it had on migrant families we're going
0: to work to undo the moral and national shame of the previous administration that literally, not figuratively, ripped children from the arms of their families, their mothers and fathers at the border.
2: Members of the House will be fined if they don't complete a security screening before entering the chamber. The House passed a new rule establishing a $5,000 penalty for the first time a member doesn't comply with a screening. That fine jumps to ten grand for a second offense. Two new members are joining the president's cabinet. Alejandro Mayorkas was confirmed as Department of Homeland Security Secretary after a 56-43 to 43 vote. Meanwhile, Pete Buttigieg was confirmed as Secretary of the U.S. Transportation Department with an 86-13 vote. California's Secretary of Health and Human Services doctor, Mark Gailey, says hospitalizations, ICU admissions, and new infections are all down. But with the Super Bowl and the Lunar New Year both coming up, he's urging people to avoid big gatherings. But
1: we want to make sure that this Super Bowl does not become that next big spread event that we do what we can and and keep our guard up. I know it's hard. I know many people looking
2: forward to gathering. Gailey is urging people to gather only in your own household, continue to wear masks and wash hands. The executive producer for the game show Jeopardy is revealing the next set of guest hosts. Mike Richards announced Tuesday journalists Anderson Cooper and Savannah Guthrie, as well as Dr. Oz and Dr. Sanjay Gupta will help fill in for the late host Alex Trebek. You're listening to the latest from N. NBC News Radio. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM.